The story is about performance to any style of beat and make it a hit, his. Name is Brandon V. Brandon Burroughs, born November 19, 1989, better known by his stage name. Brandon V. Dayblocksmo Shaded, is an American rapper signed to BMXC, Digital. Music and video to hundreds of online and mobile retailers around the world. Ida and Sony Music Entertainment the two largest digital aggregators in the United States. He first received recognition with his debut single in the Journey, featuring his friend, Federana. In New York City he was born and raised in, New York. Brandon began writing at the age of nine to cope with social problems he had at school. Venting through the words of poetry cultivating his lyrics before he ever thought of putting them to music. Early Life Brandon V. was born on November 19, 1989, in the New York area, and is of Latin descent. At 14 Brandon wrote and recorded his first track and hasn't looked back since. The first track is solid, he would say it's a smash-in. Response to a song sent to him via email. In addition he and 20 others were chosen out of 8,000 to be part of a 25-city unsigned artist tour during the process of his signing with an independent label in 2008. Biography In the Journey was the first independent album by American rapper Brandon V. It was released on June 10, 2008, as Artist Musician. One of the songs from this album, In the Journey, was first successful launch MySpace. Generated over 1 million plays with 33,000 friends significant. Influence in pop and hip-hop culture. Music career. Brandon V released many mixtapes. His 2007 debut mixtape, Enough Attention. To Morris Decat, sign a record deal with BMXC. R&B hip-hop songs. The. Tracks created fans social entertainment sites. The first official single, Good Girl, was released on November 13, 2008 created 530,000 plays on MySpace. The second single, Trendsetter, was released on December 7, 2011. Generated 260,000 plays on MySpace. Musical Style Brandon V. believes song arrangement is critical to producing a solid and concrete radio hit. Brandon V. always keep my ear to what's hot on the charts, he also dissect what is working and why it's working to give me an idea of what sound people are currently into. Once establishing what that audience niches onto the intro which needs to grab that audience in, the verses of a song must be in detail and clean cut but keeping the audience interested. It's important not to make things too complicated and that's where Courses glue the song together, simple catchy and easy to remember. People love their styles even though they have their own unique ones Brandon V. Remind himself it's important to take what works and build around it molding into his own. This is a way to ease an audience into accepting and knowing how to react to my style of music and that is why it's important to know who and what my competition is doing, simply because Brandon V. can take notes from each of them combine it all and use it in my own way. Alzheimer's disease is a public health concern of increasing significance and magnitude.
it is a devastating cognitive illness that reduces the functionality, life expectancy, and quality of life of millions of older adults worldwide. However, there are many older adults who have the disease that have not been formally diagnosed as the most prevalent form of dementia. It is the sixth leading cause of death in the United States, and it continues to evade cure. Alzheimer's disease attacks cells in the areas of the brain that are associated with memory, and eventually destroys brain matter that is vital to bodily functioning. History of Hip-Hop Music, also called hip-hop or rap music, is a music genre formed in the United States in the 1970s that consists of a stylized rhythmic music that commonly accompanies rapping, a rhythmic and rhyming speech that is chanted. It developed as part of hip-hop culture, a subculture defined by four key stylistic elements, msing, rapping, DJing scratching, breakdancing, and graffiti writing. While often used to refer to rapping, hip-hop more properly denotes the practice of the entire subculture. The term hip-hop music is sometimes used synonymously with the term rap music, though rapping is not a required component of hip-hop music, the genre may also incorporate other elements of hip-hop culture, including DJing, turntablism, and scratching, B.A. boxing, and instrumental tracks. Hip-hop as music and culture formed during the 1970s when block parties became increasingly popular in New York City, particularly among African-American youth residing in the Bronx. At block parties DJs played percussive breaks of popular songs using two turntables to extend the breaks. Hip-hop's early evolution occurred as sampling technology and drum machines became widely available and affordable. Turntablist techniques developed, along with the breaks and the Jamaican toasting vocal style was used. Rapping developed as a vocal style in which the artist speaks along with an instrumental or synthesized beat. There are several other hip-hop artists that are caring or have cared for a family member with Alzheimer's disease, and have used their art and consequent notoriety to acknowledge their struggle and provide support to others facing the same struggle. For example, Atlanta-based hip-hop artist T.I.'s father, Clifford Harris, Sr., died from complications of Alzheimer's disease. T.I.'s wife Tiny of R&B group Escape is currently helping to care for her father Charles Pope of the R&B group The Dams, who also has Alzheimer's disease. Together, T.I. and Tiny formed the For the Love of Our Father's Foundation, FTLUF, whose mission is to raise money and awareness in the fight against Alzheimer's disease as well as to provide support to those who are affected by the disease. Activities of the foundation include luncheons, benefit concerts, and other events and initiatives. In February 2011, Detroit-based hip-hop artist Majestic Legend released a song entitled Million Miles Away which is dedicated to the memory of his father who died after a long struggle with Alzheimer's disease. Drew Ha, the co-owner of Duck Down Records, recently lost his father to a 10-year battle with Alzheimer's disease. In remembrance of his father, he released a song 
on Duck Down Music entitled Run to Remember featuring hip-hop veterans. Buckshot, Smith in Wesson, and Promise and produced by Double of Kids in the Hall in order to raise awareness about the disease. The song is being sold on iTunes, and the proceeds are being donated to the Alzheimer's Research Foundation. Druha also ran in the 2011 ING New York City Marathon with the Team Run to Remember, and the money raised by his team was also donated to the Alzheimer's Research Foundation. There is even a group of older adults in the UK who call themselves the Wrinkly Rappers who use hip-hop parody to raise money for the organization Alzheimer's Research UK. The efforts of these individuals clearly demonstrate the interminable power of hip-hop music to address the hardships of the communities it represents. Notable artists at this time include DJ Cool Herc, Grandmaster Flash and The Furious Five, Fab Five Freddy, Marley Marl, Africa Bambata, Cool Modi, Curtis Blow, Dougie Fresh, Houdini, Warp Nine, The Fat Boys, and Spoonie G. The Sugar Hill Gang's 1979 song Rapper's Delight is widely regarded to be the first hip-hop record to gain widespread popularity in the mainstream. The 1980s marked the diversification of hip-hop as the genre developed more complex styles. Prior to the 1980s, hip-hop music was largely confined within the United States. However, during the 1980s, it began its spread and became a part of the music scene in dozens of countries. New school hip-hop was the second wave of hip-hop music, originating in 1983-84 with the early records of Run DMC and LL Cool J. The Golden Age Hip-hop period was an innovative period between the mid-1980s and the early 1990s. Notable artists from this era include The Juice Crew, Public Enemy, Eric B. and Rakim. Boogie Down Productions and KRS-One, EPMD, Slick Rick, Beastie Boys, Cool G Rap, Big Daddy Kane, Ultra Magnetic MCs, De La Soul, and A Tribe Called Quest. Gangsta rap is a subgenre of hip-hop that often focuses on the violent lifestyles and impoverished conditions of inner-city youths. Schoolie D. N.W.A., Ice-T, Ice Cube and the Ghetto Boys are artists most frequently associated with the founding of gangsta rap. These artists were known for mixing the political and social commentary of political rap with the criminal elements and crime stories found in gangsta rap. In the West Coast hip-hop style, G-Funk dominated mainstream hip-hop for several years during the 1990s. East Coast hip-hop in the early to mid-1990s was dominated by the Afrocentric jazz rap and alternative hip-hop of the Native Tongues Posse as well as the hardcore rap of artists such as Nas, Wu-Tang Clan, and Notorious B.I.G. Dougie Fresh has diligently sought and acquired tangible knowledge and understanding of the disease, which has given him the ability to approach the task of her care with a great deal of acumen and creativity. He has also become a champion in the fight against Alzheimer's disease by joining forces with the New York chapter of the Alzheimer's Association. In the 1990s, hip-hop began to diversify with other regional styles emerging on the national scene, 
such as Southern rap and Atlanta hip-hop. At the same time, hip-hop continued to be assimilated into other genres of popular music. An example being neo-soul. Hip-hop became a best-selling music genre in the mid-1990s and the top-selling music genre by 1999. The popularity of hip-hop music continued through the 2000s, with hip-hop influences also increasingly finding their way into mainstream pop. The United States also saw the success of styles such as crunk, a music that emphasized the beats and music more than the lyrics. Starting in 2005, sales of hip-hop music in the United States began to severely wane. During the mid-2000s that alternative hip-hop secured a place within the mainstream, due in part to the crossover success of artists such as OutKast and Kanye West, Kendrick Lamar, Macklemore, and Kanye. If you are familiar at all with the statistics of the streaming wars, you realize that Kanye is not even in the running, at least yet, a draft of the life of Pablo did hit Spotify, Apple, Music, Rhapsody and the new SoundCloud. Perhaps, even, you would even name Street Rap's crown prince of the moment, Future, whose recent releases have all charted highly on the Billboard 200. In New York City, particularly among African-American youth residing in the Bronx. Block parties incorporated DJs, who played popular genres of music, especially funk and soul music. Due to the positive reception, DJs began isolating the percussive breaks of popular songs. This technique was then common in Jamaican dub music, and was largely introduced into New York by immigrants from Jamaica and elsewhere in the Caribbean, including DJ Cool Herc who has been called a founding father of hip-hop. Because the percussive breaks in funk, soul and disco records were generally short, Herc and other DJs began using two turntables to extend the breaks. Rap is a vocal technique, while hip-hop is a subculture. Rap only makes up one part of hip-hop, so the two terms are not interchangeable. Africa Bambata was one of the most important figures in the early development of hip-hop and articulated the four elements that made up the subculture, DJing, b-boying, also known as breakdancing, graffiti writing, and msing. Rapping is another word for msing. Rappers became the most visible and marketable proponents of hip-hop in the 1980s. For this reason, they came to represent the subculture as a whole in the minds of some people. Although many people familiar with hip-hop music in the 21st century may assume that rap is the most important pillar of hip-hop. In the early days of the subculture, the other pillars were perhaps even more critical. Where does rap come from? Rap has two basic points of origin, Jamaica and New York City. Although many people associate Jamaica only with reggae, the island has been profoundly influential on numerous forms of popular music, including rap. In the 1960s, Jamaican DJs playing and mixing records at big outdoor parties started picking up the microphones and yelling at the crowd to dance. This practice came to be called toasting and was the precursor to rap, hip-hop culture, and rap more specifically, 
emerged in African-American and Latino neighborhoods in New York City during the early 1970s. The Bronx was the most important borough for the development of rap and hip-hop, but other boroughs like Queens were soon to follow. DJ Cool Herc was born in Jamaica, but came to prominence in the Bronx. Familiar with the dance party culture, DJing, and toasting traditions of Jamaica, he transformed these styles into a vibrant form of youth culture that served as the basis for hip-hop. Other important figures in the Bronx during this early period included Africa Bambata, Mel Mel, and Grandmaster Flash. Rap music, also sometimes known as hip-hop music, is a style of popular music believed to have its beginnings in African-American inner-city street culture. Rap musicians generally perform in a vocal style in which the lyrics are spoken, rather than sung. This type of music often deals with the hardships of inner-city life, though it is generally as varied in theme as any other style of music. Hip-hop is generally characterized more by its often complex, rhyming lyrics than by its subject matter, though it has its beginnings in the underground music scene of the 1970s, this music is today considered a very mainstream music genre, popular among people of all ages and backgrounds. Unlike many other styles of music, rap music is generally not sung, and lyrics are spoken against a backdrop of music. This music often consists of beats and rhythms borrowed from the soul, funk, or raw genres. Musicians typically remix these sounds and rhythms, adding their own innovations, and often synthesized musical elements. Rap songs are often known for their focus on controversial themes, such as gang violence. Often, however, musicians sing about a wide range of events and themes. They often express their political and social views, and they may discuss their own lives or even write love songs. Performers have even been known to write rap songs about fictional. The Rapper's Success Story There's been plenty of notable records released this year, but seemingly no amount of great music can fix the industry's declining album sales. Billboard and Nielsen Music, formerly Nielsen SoundScan released some mid-year 2016 sales data today, and so far, 2016 is the worst year for overall album sales since Nielsen started keeping track in 1991. Consumers bought 100.3 million album units a number that accounts for digital downloads, CDs, and vinyl in the first half of 2016 down 13.6% compared to the same time period in 2015. Over the same six months, listeners streamed 208.9 billion songs, or 139.2 million album units, according to RIAA and Billboard rules, a 58.7% increase. Hidden in that number is a boom in music-only streaming, 113.6 billion audio streams, compared to 58.6 billion in 2015. Video streaming like YouTube and Vivo saw more modest growth, 95.3 billion streams, compared to 2015 76.6 billion.
Among other unsurprising news in today's report is word that the CD continues to decline, moving just 40 million units in the first six months of 2016, a decline of 11.6% compared to the same time period last year. Meanwhile, the vinyl collector's market is still growing, up 11.4% by the same metric, but remains far smaller in terms of actual records, 6.2 million copies sold in the first half of the year. Percentage-wise, digital album sales are slipping even faster than CDs. They're down 18.4% to 43.8 million. The digital download Revolutionary when Apple introduced the iTunes Store in 2003, seems poised to join the CD in the format graveyard. Only three albums have sold more than one million copies this year, Drake's Views, Beyonce's Lemonade, and Adele's 25. Of course, 25 was released in November 2015, but Adele has been savvier than most artists about encouraging fans to actually purchase her records, the album only became available on Spotify in June. Meanwhile, the late David Bowie's is the best-selling vinyl record of the year, moving just under 57,000 copies. While artists like Adele have easily bested Drake's eight straight turns at number one, there are very few hip-hop titles that have done the same. In fact, according to Billboard, Drake's latest is just the fourth hip-hop album in history to manage at least as many weeks at the top. The other three titles are Eminem's The Marshall Mathers LP, Vanilla Ice's To The Extreme, and MC Hummer's Please Hammer Don't Hurt Em. Having hit number eight, Drake is now tied with Eminem, and he will likely pass the latter's record. Though don't expect the one dance rapper to best Vanilla Ice's or MC. Hammer's winning streaks, as those albums spend 16 and 21 weeks atop the Billboard 200 singles. Views might only be about two months old, but it has already performed better singles-wise than most albums ever do. So far, the LP has seen 19 of its 20 tracks make it onto the Hot 100, with six of them scooting past the top 40 marker. That's the most slots on the singles ranking that any artist has controlled at one time by far, and Drake may very well own that record forever. One Dance has already ruled the singles chart for weeks, and its numbers are becoming greater and greater by the day. The hit, which features Wizkid and Kyla, is a global smash, and it too seems like it may continue to run the show for some time to come few albums see even one song match the kind of success that both Bling and Dance have enjoyed, and there is no telling how many more tracks could continue to rise on the charts. Streaming Every single week that Views has managed to remain in the peak position on the album's chart, it has racked up incredible figures from streaming sources. In fact, the number of streams that Views ends every week with typically land that frame on the list of the most plays for any one album in history. When the album was first released, the 20 songs featured were played in almost unbelievable 245 million times. That number is incredible on its own. But it's made even more special considering the fact that for the first seven 
days it was out, Views was only available to stream on one platform, Apple. Music Before Views arrived, Beyoncé owned the record for the most streams in a week, as the tracks on her Lemonade record were played 115 million times in just seven days. Since then, Drake's Views has garnered over 100 million plays every single week, making each weekend number an almost historical occasion. No other hip-hop album comes even close to the number of plays that Drake receives week after week. The closest is Kanye's The Life of Pablo, which saw its songs listened to 99 million times in its first frame of availability, with that figure dipping since. The artistic influence that Views inspires is yet to be seen, but numbers-wise, nothing can compare. The only area where Drake's new album has been falling behind is in terms of actual sales. While millions of people may play the record on various streaming platforms every day, the number of copies it sells is low, and they are certainly not enough to make the title one of the best-selling ever, though it is important to remember that the times have changed, and sales are down for almost every act. Now that the majority of people are accessing their music via streaming outlets, Drake's latest is truly one to remember. It might still be relatively new to the world, but Drake's latest record, Views has already earned its place in history as one of the biggest hip-hop albums of all time. Now, I'm not saying that the album is necessarily going to end up as one of the most influential or the most critically applauded works ever released, but nobody can argue with numbers, as they show how insanely popular Views is and has been ever since it hit the streets and the streaming platforms. Chart Music Views has occupied the number one spot on the Billboard 200 ever since it originally debuted in the position with a very impressive 1.04 million equivalent units shifted. That's the biggest opening in 2016, and it has spent week after week blocking new entries from some of the biggest names in the music industry. The record has now been on top for eight consecutive weeks, and it is highly likely that there are at least a few more frames at number one in the album's future. Not many titles can reign for that long, especially in a row. In fact, it has been well over a decade since any male solo artist has managed the feat, with the last being Eminem back in 2000. The numbers are in and according to Billboard's tabulations, Drake sold 851,000 equivalent album units of his latest release. It's a monster figure. The biggest sales week by far of any record released in 2016. Drake beat out releases from Beyonce, Kanye West, Rihanna, and Kendrick Lamar to name but a select few. That gigantic number also represents the best sales week of Drake's entire career as well as the biggest mark notched by any single male artist from the past three years. The last album to inhabit the same fiscal atmosphere as was Justin Timberlake's The 2020 Experience, which sold 968,000 copies in the week, ending March 24, 2013. He only albums since to sell at least 850,000 copies in a single week are Taylor Swift's 1989, 
which moved 1.29 million copies in 2014, and Adele's 25, which sold a record-breaking 3.38 million copies in its first week. With this latest tally on the books, it's all but a guarantee that Drake will unseat Beyoncé to claim the number one spot on Billboard's album charts when the results of all other sales become official sometime during the afternoon of May 8th is set to become Drake's sixth consecutive number one album. Streaming is bringing significant changes to the way countries run their music charts. Many countries are now incorporating streaming into their charts to try to better reflect how music is consumed today. To date, 18 countries, Australia, Austria, Canada, Czech Republic, Denmark, Finland, Germany, Ireland, Italy, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Slovakia, Spain, Sweden, Switzerland, UK and USA have integrated audio streaming into their singles charts. Ten of those countries, Canada, Denmark, Finland, Germany, Ireland, the Netherlands, Norway, Sweden, UK and the US also use streaming data in their albums charts. France has plans to launch streams in their singles and albums chart in summer 2016. Since streams present a different metric from downloads, based on multiple listens rather than a single purchase, a conversion ratio to harmonize the two metrics is used. This rate differs from country to country to reflect local dynamics, but national chart bodies are adopting similar methodologies to try to standardize nations' calculations. Streaming is changing the very nature of the charts where it is incorporated. Alzheimer's Australia Vic, the Gundajma Ura Community, Nathan Lovett Murray, Windamara Aboriginal Corporation and Indigenous Hip Hop Projects have collaborated on the production of a hip-hop music resource on dementia, well-being, culture and respect. The project workshop is held from June 29 to July 3rd, prior to Nairoc 2015. It was filmed on Gundajma Ura country with the youth of the Gundajma Ura communities of Haywood, Portland, and Hamilton. The children yarned dementia and Alzheimer's disease during the workshop before writing the lyrics and recording the song over the first two days. These young artists wrote about the tough subject of dementia and the alarming prevalence rate in Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities. The song aims to raise awareness of a healthy lifestyle to combat this chronic disease and to educate about treating people with dementia with respect and dignity. There is no known cure for Alzheimer's disease. Several epidemiological studies suggest that, in addition to diet and exercise, participation in cognitively stimulating activities and the maintenance of leisure activity may be associated with delays in cognitive decline and the onset of Alzheimer's disease and other dementias. Creating and listening to hip-hop music is no doubt included here. There is a great deal of research that suggests that listening to and creating music may benefit brain health. Language with melody and or rhyme schemes may also be beneficial to memory. Hip-hop not only features complex combinations of melody and percussion and incorporates other musical genres, 
but it also offers exceptional manipulation of human language, which may stimulate cognition in a uniquely powerful way. Future research efforts should study middle-aged and older adults who have created and or listened to hip-hop music over the course of their lifetime to see if their risk of developing Alzheimer's disease is affected in any way. In addition, engaging in hip-hop styles of dance requires a great deal of synchronization, which may also benefit cognition and affect Alzheimer's risk. Older adults of African and or Latin descent are at twice the risk of developing Alzheimer's disease in comparison to their white counterparts. However, low dementia health literacy and cultural beliefs about dementia among blacks and Latinos are likely barriers to acceptance and timely diagnosis of the disease, as symptoms are often incorrectly assumed to be a part of normal aging. Individuals may avoid sharing cognitive and behavioral problems of their loved ones with outsiders due to the taboo and oftentimes dismal nature of the subject. Efforts to improve dementia health literacy may facilitate earlier diagnosis and reduce Alzheimer's disease risk, particularly in black and Latino communities. Interventions promoting healthy diet as well as physical and social activity may also decrease the risk of dementia in older adults. As hip-hop music has effectively challenged and raised awareness of other issues and conditions that disproportionately affect black and Latino communities, Alzheimer's disease be confronted using hip-hop music with greater emphasis and scope.